welcome back to Tay Learning. My name is Olivia. And my name is Danny, and we are your co-hosts. Olivia, are you doing okay? Uh... <laughs> okay, okay. So this has been my voice all week. It is currently Thursday, the 11th, May 11th, and we're approximately four days of, like past our show. This has been my voice all week. I so me and Olivia talk about like who's gonna open up each episode, who's gonna say the hi, welcome back to Tay Learning. And I was like, Olivia, you wanna take it? <laughs> and then she coughs right before and welcome back to Tay. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> but I promise we're happy and excited because we've we've got a lot to unpack. I want to first make a very formal apology to August. Mm-hmm sucks so much (laughs) (laughs) to august and to all of you we keep pushing her down the road because we have things that are more pressing yeah like i want to talk about it (laughs) yeah our original plan was just to do like a brief recap of our experience in nashville at the beginning of the august episode and then nashville happened and we were like this is an entire episode because we were at the sunday show we were at night three. We even had people say, like, on our lives, oh, my God, I can't wait to see you guys recap this. And we're like, oh, crap. We have to do a real genuine recap. Which, by the way, if you're new here, hi, welcome. We know that we had a hey. massive influx of interested <laughs> listeners and people on our TikTok and Instagram after live streaming the show as much as we could have on Nashville night three. And if you were one that hung out with us on any of the lives, we went live um as like a get ready with me which was so much fun we loved all of you guys that were talking to us on there and then we went live during the rain delay and a lot of you guys were making such funny jokes (laughs) and And then we went live several times during the show so if you were on any of those lives do let us know we'd love to hear from you it was a lot of fun i didn't i didn't think that those would be as much fun as they were but we'll know, so we'll unpack fun. them as we get there in the timeline cuz olivia and i were like how are we going to cover this weekend and we've landed on the best way to be starting is when we got to nashville on friday and we're not going to give you a full play by play cuz that's kind of boring but we're going to give you some major highlights of things that happened with our like 72 yeah. hours in nash oh my god I kind of want to start with me on the plane on my way to Nashville. Go um, for it. <laughs> so I flew from Flint, Michigan, and I flew from Flint to Chicago, had a layover. And then at the very end of my layover, Taylor was starting her show in Nashville on night one, Friday, which we all know is when she announced Speak Now. But we didn't know this at the time, even though Danny was a believer. I did. I, I was, was a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> and I was literally sitting in my seat on the plane that was going to take me to Nashville. It was about to take off. And I saw on T.S. Tortip's Instagram that Taylor said that she has some things up her sleeves for the night during her lover speech. And I literally texted Danny and her roommate, Rebecca, in all caps, like, I swear to God, if she announces speak now while I'm in the air, I'm going to be so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) And I was driving. I was on the ground driving from St. Louis to Nashville. And don't watch TikTok Lives and Drive. I had it plugged in, so it was playing over my speaker. And then as I enter Nashville, I can see the lights hitting the clouds. And as I'm driving on the highway past Nissan Stadium, I've got the window rolled down, and I am driving kind of obnoxiously slow in the slowest lane, so I can hear 22 coming out of the stadium. Uh, I'm hyped. 
get to the airport. It's a miserable experience trying to pick up Olivia because it's so crowded. <laughs> but once I get her, she's like, where do we want to post up? Like in a parking lot to watch it on the live stream? And I was like, why do that? Let's just go park somewhere and run the stadium. And it was impossible. Everybody had the same idea. Everyone but... was getting into the parking lot. There were lines. Yeah. And she was like in the middle of the 1989 set, you know, pretty far in. And there were still lines of people trying to get to the parking lot. So I drive us into downtown, whip into this random parking spot. Olivia pays the parking and we run like seven blocks to get outside Nissan Stadium. While the streams is playing as we show up, we're like, we need a good vantage point of the screen. We race down the street. I'm sure we looked crazy. And we're wearing we like people are staring at us. Yeah, I was wearing like that boxy, like checkered Eras Tour face. Like crew neck, if you know what I'm talking about, it's on her website. If you don't, it's really cute. Highly recommend. But I'm wearing that and like some leggings and like my hair is all messy from riding on the plane. We're running. I've got on like a little um loungy fit, like a monochromatic lounge fit, so it looks like pajamas. And we're bolting through the street. People we look staring rough. at us. <laughs> People were staring at us for sure. And we make it outside the stadium, and we're in like the bushes. Yeah. Yeah, because the the fence of the stadium property had these bushes up to try to, what I imagine, block the view of the screen, which is what we were trying to see. So we were like climbing through the bushes until we got to the fence, the chain linked fence. We were just like watching the screen. Mm -hmm. And I was like on full clown mode. I don't know. Is it still clowning if I was right? Anyway. Right. All that day, I was like, I have this chest feeling like she's going to announce speak now tonight. And to protect her heart, Olivia was like, I don't think so. Like, Yeah, the thing up her sleeve was Phoebe Bridger singing Nothing New with her. Yeah, but I literally was like, I don't know. Look at these posters inside Nissan Stadium. They're purple and they have a different Taylor's version font City than Hall. we've had in the past. City Hall. City Hall. We were pulling into the city and I pointed out that City Hall was purple. I was like, Olivia, why is City Hall purple? Olivia, why is the bridge purple? Why is everything purple? And I Olivia, like, I don't you know. know. Understandably, <laughs> Olivia's like, I mean, we don't live in this city. We don't know what they're normally lit up as. Like, it could That's be anything. My heart after May 13th last year. So I was, I was really invested in the May 13th theories. The darn pool floaty. <laughs> but we get there just in time for the surprise songs, obviously. Like, Bad Blood is wrapping up. And then you've all seen the speech online. So we don't need to necessarily go for a play-by-play of the speech, but you can already tell something nefarious is going on. Yeah. Like, there was a point during her speech where we grabbed hands and we're, like, squeezing each other and staring at each other. We're like, this is happening. This is happening. We knew. Like, we knew. And I was literally, like, sweating, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be right. I'm going to be right. And then she does her whole, but instead of speaking about it, and me and Olivia start jumping up and down, we know. And we're the only ones in this area. There are a bunch of people watching her on the other side of the fence. But we're the only ones screaming and, like, being crazy. So I was like, are we actually crazy? <laughs> like, y'all came all this way to watch it from the bushes, but you don't know that that, her saying speaking about it was dead ass, a giveaway. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she lets the applause go for a few seconds as she does, and then she does the whole, please direct your attention. And you can see it so clearly because that screen is so big in Nissan. Speak now, Taylor's version. We are yelling. There's video evidence of this on our TikTok of us just having a meltdown. And then to top it off. She says it'll be available July 7th, which we were losing our little minds over because you know what is that week? The Kansas City shows. (laughs) 
I can't wait. Oh Which my we're gosh. going to. We're going to Saturday night. And we were planning on trying to get last minute tickets to Friday. It's probably not going to happen because Friday is July 7th. But we did get Taylor Fest tickets already for our group of friends on July 6th. And it comes out like, what, 11 p.m. Central, right? Technically. Yeah. But like it comes out like July 6th at the, at the nighttime. So we're going to do Taylor Fest as a pregame and then come home and listen to Speak Now for the first time. Wild. I'm baking a odds? chocolate and vanilla because you don't like chocolate uh, <laughs> purple cake and we're gonna have champagne it's gonna be a whole thing like that is taylor week which at the end of this wow. episode we'll give you some more context of what the taylor week means and what we have in store for y'all but we were freaking out and i don't know if you saw this but national koi fish day is july 7th and she had koi fish in her mastermind video and she's been like teasing koi fish for a while so i wonder if she knew that national koi fish day was july 7th who knows honestly maybe maybe that's what the koi in the lavender haze music video one lavender purple you know two we always knew that she described being with her as her partner had to jump in a fishbowl with her. And so I know we related it back to like the lover music video when she's in the fishbowl and like the end of Lavender Haze, she is basically in a fishbowl surrounded by koi. Also correct. And... I said mastermind. I meant Lavender Haze. Oh, oops. I didn't even pick up on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my brain is at. It's because I think about that in that um hint video for her songs for her oh, music the, videos and yeah. it had the background of mastermind yeah. playing whatever yeah. lavender haze and i remember we had talked about it i don't know if we had ever talked about it on this podcast but danny and i have at least talked about it together that like what is the significance of the koi besides a reference to her speak now guitar that she used on tour i mean she got it before the speak now era but she used it on the speak now tour mm-hmm well, maybe it was a big Easter egg for what day it was coming. That'd be crazy. But you know, she said in her speech, like, "Our love, my love language for you, our thing, my love language is planning intricate things for you, and then you know, dropping them." So maybe she is that detailed. It could be a coincidence. I think that coincidences happen more often than Swifties give credit for. But I also think that Taylor Swift does a lot of really fishy, no pun intended, things <laughs> that are really deep cuts. But in any event, July seventh. We're screaming, crying, throwing up. And then she goes, drop everything now. And like the guitar hits. And she knows. She's online all the time. She knows the drop everything now is the Swifty code for her dropping all of her re-records in succession. So there are theories about this. By the time this airs, one of the theories will either be proven correct or debunked. So I'll say it really quickly. There is a theory that I don't know if I totally buy into. I don't have the same chest feeling as I did with Speak Now being dropped last Friday. But that she is going to announce her re-recording schedule every Friday throughout the month of May. I won't even get into the evidence behind that because it could be debunked by the time this comes out. And I don't want to waste y'all's time. But there is evidence. You can go search it online if you want to find out. That would be absolutely insane. I think we don't believe it because that would actually be insane. It would be nuts. No, I don't. I don't think Even that I believe it, she, but... if she does announce it, like, everyone, like, that doesn't mean that they're all coming soon. She could give us dates for next year and shit like that. So, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Well, she does that. We watch the Sparks Fly performance, 
And then after Sparks Fly, what did she perform? I forgot. She drops on my guitar. She drops on my guitar. She was making like so much shade. No one's talking about this. She was talking (laughs) into the mic, obviously. And she goes, there are people in this audience that I went to high school with. Like, I don't know if those were the exact words, but she was just chucking shade into the audience. She's like, hey, again. Remember when you used to make fun of me? Yeah, remember when you used to bully me because I wanted to be <laughs> famous? Anyway, I'm the first artist to ever do three sold-out nights at <laughs> Nissan Stadium. I love I her. Shook. I love her pettiness. Well, I look at Olivia once, like, Lavender Haze begins, and I go, we got to get the hell out of here. Things are about to get yeah. so bad. <laughs> so we literally, like, half-jogged. We didn't run-run. Back to our car, because, like I said, or like we said earlier, we parked several blocks away from the stadium because we couldn't get in the vicinity of the stadium. And we just picked a random neighborhood with a bar and grill um, that was just away from the stadium. And we went there and had some drinks to celebrate Speak Now. And some food. And then we went back to our friend Emily's house, who so graciously hosted us. Everybody give a round of applause for Emily. Yay. Yay. So... <laughs> That was that Saturday wasn't a whole lot. Um, we friend- can hear the show from Emily's apartment, though. Yes. Uh, Audrey came in. Our friend Audrey came in mm-hmm. to also stay with Emily. And from Emily's apartment on her balcony, you can hear the show. So we're watching a live stream that is lagging a few seconds behind actually hearing it at Emily's apartment. Oh, it was crazy because you had the doors open. Emily didn't have the set list spoiled for her in advance. So she, she's like, I want to keep the door open. I want to hear it lightly. And just song after song, spoiler after spoiler, because you could hear Literally. it. Oh, it but the surprise sounds happened and we could hear them even just from her apartment, which was a good mile or two from the stadium, right? I think a, a mile. Yeah. And so we heard out of the woods. Danny was devastated, her little 1989 heart. Mm-hmm. I was hurt, too, because I really wanted Out of the Woods on piano. So, like, my comfort is that it was on guitar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then uh, 15 was played next because Abigail was at that show. And that was Audrey's top pick for a surprise song. So she was crying. It was, <laughs> it was a very sad time. Yeah, we're like eating McDonald's on the balcony and both me and Audrey are going through full existential crises and Emily's just swaying back and forth eating her sandwich like, ooh, out of the and we're And we're just like, what is she going to say for night three? <laughs> we're like, we better get something just as good. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Come Sunday, Olivia has a genius idea to live stream our get ready with me. And it's so funny because the night before we're like, okay, we got to go to bed early. We're going to get up so we can get ready early and be at the stadium as early as possible. They were like, let's leave at one. Yeah, no, that's getting ready at like 1130. (laughs) Went out the window. Emily made us this lovely breakfast with the best eggs. My God, she did sunny side up eggs. She did literally eight of them because there were four of us. We got two each. She didn't break a single yolk. Not one. I mean, she is Fine. a chef, so like it makes sense, and she likes just, to talk about egg crazy. day, egg day at culinary school. If you're a culinary listener, you know what I'm talking about with egg day. But she has the croissants and the bacon and the eggs for us, and we're all just so excited and talking about the day. And then we realize, oh crap, we have to get ready. So Olivia hops on live stream. I know several of you, like a few hundred of you, logged in. I think a few thousand logged in at least at some point throughout the day to watch the live stream of us getting ready and we were all just helping each other it was so lovely and my favorite comment that we got about the live stream was somebody who said this feels like hanging out with my older sisters Polina Polina 
That was so kind. <laughs> and um, my boyfriend watched some of it and was like, it's like I'm hanging out with you guys. It was so lovely. Was so fun. We felt like we were hanging out with everybody that was chatting with us on it too. It really made the getting ready experience just so much better. Like it would have been fun regardless, but it was super fun. It was just leveled up. And when we got ready in Glendale with my sisters and with my roommate, Rebecca, it was great, but we were in a tight hotel room and we spent a lot of it making TikToks, which yeah. all that content was awesome. I really loved actually being able to interact as we were going along with yeah, people. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So join Olivia for Get Ready With Me live streams for Detroit and Chicago and join mm-hmm. all like 12 of us getting ready together. Oh my God, it's going to be Kansas so City night too. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to Chicago night one with Audrey. So those of you who were on the Get Ready With Me live, she's the one that did my hair. So we're going to do Chicago together. And then I'm going to Detroit night two with my cousin and her friends. And then me, Danny, roommate Rebecca, basically whole Kansas City crew that we have. Like like we said, we have 12 people. We're going to be doing the night two in Kansas City. But we will also be doing Taylor-themed things all week long. So, mm-hmm. Which, again, we'll get to the whole itinerary at the end. I'm so excited. Got to yes, keep you all tuned in for it. <laughs> So then eventually, I don't know exactly what time, 2.30 maybe, 3, maybe later than that, we decide. I think it was like 3, 3.30 because someone on the live was like, are you guys really like not ready yet? And we're like, yeah, we're, we're walking. It's going to be a 20 minute walk. It'll be fine. Yeah, we were kind Our of tailgate rested. didn't start until 4.30. 4, I think. But you're right. So. Like we were, we were rolling out sometime between 3, 3.30. We get there. We take some photos. We go into the tailgate. Our tailgate is covered. So we have food and booze and photos. And then it starts downpouring. Mm-hmm. We expected rain. It rained during Fearless on night one. It didn't rain on night two, but it rained a little bit during the day. We expected rain. What we didn't yeah. totally anticipate was the lightning. Yeah. The lightning wasn't happening while we were outside, actually, while we were in our tailgate. It was just rain, whatever. We can deal with rain. As long yeah. as we got our photos, we scurry inside of the stadium once we're done with our tailgate and have had a couple drinks and as soon as we reach our seat which emily was amazing and got us club level which to answer a question a lot of people have had club level or a lot of people have had rather club level did not cost any more money yeah it like the price of the seats for taylor's show at least for this tour it was just based on proximity to the stage like club level was not any more expensive than like normal seats Exactly. It came in at like one ninety nine a ticket or something, which is yeah. less than lower bowl, yep. much less than floor. And we make it up to our club level. We go to find our seats. And as soon as we find them, I watch the screen change from the, the era's tour to lightning advisory. And I go, oh, shit. And then we hear the announcement. And I'm like, all right. And we run up the stairs and we all look at each other and we're like, we need to find a place to sit right now because this place is about to become packed. Yeah. So we- and and like preferably somewhere where we can lean against a wall. Yep. So we scurry over to this corner near the bathrooms, near a concession stand, sit on the ground, plop and make ourselves at home. I'm anticipating at this point that the delay will last like an hour. Mm-hmm. It did not. Yep. But Olivia's like, let's hop on live stream and show the people what we're seeing. So we hop on live stream and show the people what we're seeing. Also, merch lines were really short on the club level, if existent mm-hmm. at all. So we got Especially a little merch. Especially for our side of the club level, because we were 
like our seats were the last section available, like at the very end. And so the area that we were in was the, a dead end. So there wasn't a lot of cross traffic. So there was a set of bathrooms right at the dead end of the club level concourse or whatever. And those bathrooms, like if they had a line, you would maybe wait in them for two minutes max. The closest merch stand to us, me and Audrey walked up no line and picked mm -hmm. out what sizes we want. They didn't run out of any sizes. As a note, merch inside the stadium is limited compared to merch outside the stadium. Mm -hmm. And what you see online, there's a couple sweatshirts, a couple t-shirts, tapestry, water bottle. Luckily, ponchos. Olivia yeah, and Andre got important. us all ponchos. And we popped a squat and sat down. And things were good at first. The vibes were still electric. Everyone seemed really happy, at least on our level. Do you, I just have to have you tell this story because it feels so like <laughs> self-indulgent when I tell this story, but will you tell them what happened with the yeah, single yeah, yeah, yeah. So Danny um, had one of many main character moments, a running joke <laughs> with me and Danny and anyone that knows Danny is that these main character energy things happen to her all the time where it doesn't sound real unless you know Danny. And so... We're just sitting, having a good time-ish, sitting on the floor, and we're leaning up against the wall, so we're viewing, like, or facing the entire floor of people who are sitting down, and there's this group of girls in the very middle of the floor who wanted to start a sing-along, because Nissan Stadium posted, oh, keep singing along to Taylor, blah, 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 keeping good spirits, and so they started trying to sing, like, our song or something like that, and it was having difficulty catching on. So me, Danny, and our group kind of sing loudly to kind of help support them. And it turns into this little sing-along, but they kept like picking songs that had a lot of instrumental breaks. And as soon as the instrumental breaks happened, the song would die because people don't have rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> so it kept dying. And they kept trying to start another one. It kept dying a few times Danny stands up to stretch out her hip because she's been sitting on the floor and when she does this the entire room turns and looks at Danny and just stares <laughs> to which Danny's response is I need to do something all these people are looking at me and she starts singing all two all ten minutes and leads all two all ten minutes well then 10 minutes go by and the song is over and a girl comes up to her and is like can we do the song next and then goes and sits down and stares at her to which Danny was like okay and starts singing that song and then in the middle of these sing-alongs now another girl comes up and requests a song another girl comes up and requests a song people are requesting songs on the live stream people are holding up their phone with can you do holy ground next and Danny is like leading the sing-along on the club level and I'm trying to like grab a camp counselor. I'm trying to grab people like, hey, could you could you do this? Like the girl that wanted holy ground. I was like, I'm so burnt out. I also, there wasn't a nice way to say, hey, I love holy ground. It moves really quick as a song. It like has a really driving beat. So it's hard to follow along with. It has breaks in it. Like she sings holy ground and then there's a bunch of break. And then it goes into the next verse. I was like, this isn't a good sing-along song. I chose all too well 10 minute because it's a good sing-along. Everyone knows it. There's very few breaks. And even with the, when there are, you can jump into the next part. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I could read the vibes. And after about 30 or 40 minutes of singing, people were done. At this point, we are about to crest into hour two. Like over hour two, over two hours of waiting. And so I'm like, let's sit. And there are a couple people who want to keep the party going. And I'm like, you can try. People are getting pissed. 
and I don't want to fuel this fire. So I sit my pretty little butt back down and we continue our live stream chatting with all y'all. And we get some water, some soda to try to get some caffeine. Yeah, because at this point, we had a couple drinks at our tailgate in anticipation that we would ride the tipsy, like, downward into the adrenaline from the opener starting. So we timed it really well, had everything gone right. But now we're sitting in a toasty room surrounded by people, and we're just, like, getting, like, the couple drink post, like, downs if that makes sense. Um, so we're like, let's get some caffeine. We get some Coke. We're all sharing the Coke, but it's Coca-Cola. Not- Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, no, I like it. Simple. Anyway. How sleepy we are. Yeah, we got some Coke. Coca-Cola. <laughs> so we're all sharing it, but it's not really helping. And then Audrey gets this awful headache and Emily's tummy is hurting. And me and Danny are like, I don't know how to help you guys. From our understanding, the first concourse had a lot more trouble with the crowding and with there being nowhere to sit and people Mm. peeing themselves and throwing up and passing out, biting. We were really lucky on the concourse that we were on, but it was still Mm -hmm. shoulder to shoulder. It was still tight. It was just an enclosed We just had enough room to sit down, but that still wasn't exactly comfortable. And not everybody even did have enough room to sit down. There were a lot of people Mm -hmm. in corners who ended up still having to stand and be crouched together. But I want to say this right now. Everybody should have access to Taylor Swift. It is really important that you know your body and you know yourself. And to prepare for the worst, especially if the worst seems likely, ergo rain delay. You bring especially the medications in the open-air stadiums. This can happen anywhere across the country. Mm-hmm. Bring the medications you might need. If you get claustrophobic really easily, 70,000 people are going to be around you whether or not the show happens on time or not. I told Olivia this. I mean, Olivia was with me in Glendale, but she agreed Glendale didn't have any delay or problems at all, and it was far more crowded on the first concourse. You could not get yeah. through unless you pushed somebody else physically. Yep. That was a normal show. I hate pushing people, pushing past people. It doesn't make me feel comfortable, especially since I'm small. I kind of just look like a brat. But if you're passive on the first concourse, you will not win. You will get run over. So, yep. And that was a normal show. It was even It was even less crowded. There were less attendees and a lot of people waited in their car for the storm to end or weren't even in the stadium yet. Yeah, um, I talked to a few people on my flight home in the security line because I was wearing my Taylor merch. And everyone was like, oh, my God, what show did you go to? And I was like, Sunday. They're like, oh, my God, me too. And we'd share our Sunday night stories. And there's this one lady who got the rain delayed notice in the Uber on the way to the stadium and had the Uber take her back to her hotel where she waited for four hours. Like, it was just less crowded than a normal show, and it was still obviously a lot. But my note for people listening is, especially if you get overwhelmed in crowds, I get that as a five-foot-one girly. I feel like I'm being swallowed sometimes. Do what you need to do to feel comfortable, but understand it was not just a rain delay for people that were really upset about the show. 70,000 people is a lot of people. And they all move in this massive wave that will take you down if you don't have brute force coming out of yourself as well. I hate to say yeah. that. Please don't hit. Please don't push and shove aggressively. Nobody deserves that. But like Olivia said, you cannot be passive in this group of people. You will get swallowed. Yeah. It's just like Danny kept saying, it's just important to know yourself and know your limits. And even without a rain delay, this is a crowd of 70,000 people. And it's going to be overwhelming even if everything goes right. 
And if you need to go to the med tent, go to the med tent. Don't hesitate to take care of yourself. (laughs) So then hour three, we go into hour three. People are leaving. There are like a few people who are trailing out of the stadium. It's not worth the wait. Stories start circulating online that the show is getting postponed to the next day because a local news station says that it's going to be postponed. People start getting really angry. People start lying on our lives. Most of you are really funny saying stuff like breaking news, Kanye West break dancing on the stage. I started encouraging that because I kept getting too many trolls, too many people being like, it's canceled, trying to get me to panic, you know? There were like some Kanye stands or supposedly Kanye stands just trying to like rile Swifties up. So I encouraged the silly, crazy jokes. And you guys delivered. It was so, I was eating them up. It was happening so quickly, those messages, that every time (laughs) I caught one for a second, I was losing my mind laughing. Breaking. Kanye West breakdancing in the puddle on the stage. (laughs) Breaking news. They send in, it's just Ashley in place of Taylor Swift for the night. Uh, Matt's joke that didn't get caught. Why don't you guys all just take the stage and move it somewhere else (laughs) yeah my boyfriend matt was watching the whole thing and that's what he was like have you guys considered just pushing the stadium to another city i bet we could have (laughs) when seventy thousand brute force is pushing a stadium (laughs) and then you could come to st louis the arch will protect you and then two girls faces light up and they're like just say st louis we're from st louis they're like i don't think the arch works like that And Matt's like, well, they don't live downtown, okay? They, they don't probably believe. live in county. They live in county, okay? They don't even know how much the arch protects us. I know we have St. Louis listeners, so that's why I got to beef that up. So then it's like 9.20. We've been waiting in that same spot for three hours and 45 minutes-ish. And finally, we get notice. Like, they start cleaning the stage. And the security guards are like, this doesn't mean anything. Cheering. Cleaning the stage doesn't mean anything. And Taylor's tweeting like, we'll see you soon, Nashville. You just wait. And we're like, what's going to happen? And then finally, it's Taylor Swift will be going on soon. Everybody stands. There's panic. A rumor really quickly spreads around to the crowd that she's starting right now. Starting right now. No delay. When finally, like a security guard says like, no, it's she's coming on at like 10. Calm down. So... We have some time. We've got like 30 minutes to get ourselves acquainted in the area. Yeah. It's so funny just how like the first hour was friendship bracelet trading and hanging out and then singing. And then by the last hour, it was people being like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when we get to our seats, there's a lot of talk about what Taylor's going to do about the Nashville curfew, um, which is like a sound ordinance, sound noise curfew, whatever, which apparently is at 1 a.m. And there's some security telling people that Taylor will likely do a condensed show from 10 to 1. We know that her shows are like over three hours, like in three and a half hours for her national shows because she added an extra song into her sets. That kind of made me a little like antsy. Like, what is she going to cut? Like, how is she going to cut it? She has it down to like, literal clockwork how the this the show works and um our friend audrey who we said had a really bad headache she ended up going to first aid because she felt really really lightheaded and she's a nurse and she just knew she had to take care of herself she comes back from first aid and she's like yeah i was just chatting with some of the staff and they're like um yeah no way is taylor gonna care about the curfew she's gonna pay the fine <laughs> now i want to like 
put some stipulations on this that these are all rumors because some people were saying there isn't a noise curfew because it's Nashville. They party every night. There were others saying there is, but only for major shows like at Nissan Stadium. And frankly, I didn't look any of this up where I tried to. It was really hard yeah, to find regulations. It was really hard to find regulations online, at least for me. And there were some people saying, oh, the fine is 10000 Oh, the fine is 150000 But the overwhelming amount of people that we saw at the stadium said that the fine was 150000 and that the curfew was one. So if you know something different, please let us know and we'll correct this. But yep. she was probably like, you know, in Miss Americana, when they're like, the president's going to tweet that Taylor Swift came out against him. And she goes, yeah, fuck that. I don't care. That's how I imagined she was with <laughs> the fine. Yeah, fuck that. I don't care. Literally, like, what, even if it was $150,000, what is that kind of money to Taylor Swift? So we're going to talk about the actual show. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick moment to talk about our sponsor, Spotify for podcasters. That is how we are supported on this podcast. So we'll see you back here in a minute. Okay, so we are back and we're going to take some time to talk about the actual show. I know that a lot of you watch our live stream on TikTok or on Instagram and we try to live stream as much as we can. There were people commenting on not our page, but on somebody else's page who'd gassed us up, not even gassed us up, said, hey, they're going to be streaming. People were commenting saying, none of these people are streaming. They just wanted followers. I need y'all to understand how hard it is to get service in there, how hard it is to keep your battery alive. It's more important that our phones are alive for us to get home safely than it is to live stream the whole concert front to back. Yeah, We live streamed as much as we could. We had battery packs. We did what we could. But there were still people who were mad. And I need people to understand when you're watching someone else's live stream, if they sing, if they shake the camera a bunch, go find another live stream if it bothers you. They are taking time out of their experience and taking some of their experience down a notch so that they can provide it to a bunch of strangers. Part of the reason why I didn't want to live stream the whole thing was one, you know, battery, two, service, but three, there's just some songs I just need to be there in the moment with and not worrying about holding my phone steady <laughs> which the vast majority of the time like it's okay like I love watching live streams so we of course want to provide that for others but we tried to hit like what we felt like were important parts we did the opening sequence in Miss Americana we did Marjorie we did the surprise songs and we did a couple other random spots here and there when we just felt like it we did requests so people would comment on the live stream or DM us directly what they wanted. And I was like, okay, Marjorie, got it. Miss Americana, got it. Like I was going through, I think I missed one or two song requests. Mm-hmm. But overall, I was like, yeah, I want to provide what we can provide. And the sound quality is a lot better on Instagram. So we'll probably be doing streaming yeah. on both TikTok and Instagram. We're together moving forward just to have the broadest reach. But your best bet for sound quality will always be on Instagram. Yeah, and I think, too, that the actual, like, video quality was better on Instagram. Like, I was live streaming on TikTok on my phone. Danny was live streaming on our Instagram on her phone. And I was comparing them, like, back and forth. And I just thought it was way better on Instagram. So any of the shows we're going to, definitely follow us on Instagram if you're interested in any good live streams. For sure. So the show starts off and it starts with some rain and the rain is kind of intermittent for a while. But then Taylor Swift says, this is officially the rain show because it is downpouring and she is living for it. I think she had some wine, some white wine before <laughs> going on stage like during the delay. I love she's, that though. 
a little like like a little toasty and I don't mean like she seemed a little drunk I'm thinking like you know when you go out to dinner and somebody buys a bottle and you have one glass of wine and you're feeling like a little loose but like, no ooh. one would know that you've been drinking that's mm-hmm. what Taylor was like yeah yeah and take her home and take her home I was like oh <laughs> so she brought back invisible string on one of the nights in Nashville apparently because night Centennial two, right? night two I think because mm-hmm. Centennial Park in Nashville got her a bench to read on from invisible string and then she switched it back to the one for our night which is great because I saw invisible string live it's my favorite on folklore I'd love to sing it yes. see it every time but the one is my second favorite on folklore so I win either way exactly <laughs> and she's splashing in the rain She's and like her commentary, like in the middle of the songs too. Like she was performing something from Red, like we are never getting back together. Or something, and she goes, oh, "I just love the rain." <laughs> she's smacking her hand on the ground during, I think it was illicit affairs, and she's performing on the ground and smacks her hand. Water comes up. Twenty-two. They're kicking in their kick line and kicking water all over mm-hmm. the audience. Midnight rain much later on in the set. She's like got her face up, just letting the rain hit her because it's midnight rain. She's living. And we were too. And eventually Olivia turns to me and goes, I'm not even putting on my poncho. If Taylor Swift has to get wet, then so do I. <laughs> like vigilante shit in the rain. We want to talk about getting yeah. wet. No, oh no, my. I can't make that joke. <laughs> Moving on. Um, it was so good. I loved how the rain added to it. A lot of people were annoyed with the rain. People started leaving. We saw commentary online of people being afraid of the lightning re-engaging, a lightning delay. So they just left because they didn't want to be trampled. But that never happened. And I don't think that would have happened. I'm still a little bit disappointed in the amount of people who disengage during folklore and evermore sets. I get if they're not your favorite. Always, they're a specific you know, type of it music. It always happens. It's just the people that go knowing pop Taylor. They know radio Taylor. And they've never really listened to folklore evermore. They're truly, truly missing out. And I get it taking a while. And if it's not your type of music, folk music doesn't have to be your type of music. But it is downright some of Taylor's most outstanding lyricism. And the thing she is most proud of is her lyrics. Are her lyrics. Better wording. So to completely disregard two of her albums, 20% of her discography in essence, because they're slow... Just, it's, a, it's just a weird decision for me. Like, not even, people can sit. It's a good time to sit. You don't want to stand for three and a half hours necessarily. But people are like scrolling through their phones and stuff. It's so wild. Like, at least fake and she enjoyment. She performed it so well, too. The folklore Evermore sets are my favorites. And I'm a pop girl. Same. The show itself, pretty par for the course of all the other shows, despite the rain and lightning. Like, yes, we got rained on. The video footage is outstanding. The lightning hitting during important times. Girlie's never dropping those witch allegations. Like, she screams, fuck the patriarchy, and lightning goes lightning off. Lightning hits when she says, fuck the patriarchy. That's lightning. crazy. Several times she said something that was powerful, and lightning strikes. That's so awesome. I personally enjoyed this show better than night to glendale yeah tell me why something about the anticipation being built up with the delay and the will she won't she and finally getting it out there the intro made me cry and i loved i loved it on glendale night too but it didn't make me cry immediately i needed like a little more time to accept that taylor was in front of me before i got emotional in glendale but 
there's just something about the anticipation and like the show being exactly what it was intended to despite all these difficulties in getting there and it just felt so magical and so surreal and I felt so lucky to have been at the delayed show something Olivia that you'd said right after the show was that when we went to Glendale night two, you said that you spent the whole time trying to process what was happening and what you were seeing, that it didn't feel real. It didn't feel like a Taylor Swift show. It felt like a fever dream. And then when you saw it again, it finally felt real because you'd gotten past that. What the heck am I seeing? What is the set list? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't agree with you more. I also feel lucky because we were the rain show Nashville yeah. night three will go down in history in the same way that Philly night two in the red tour 10 years ago went down in history in the Taylor log. There's just something, there's something special about going into a show spoiler free and being just shocked the whole time. That was so fun, but there's also something equally as special as knowing what's coming and knowing the parts that you need to like fully absorb to their absolute maximum. Like I watch live streams every single night she performs and I still wasn't tired of it it's like how I watched the Reputation Stadium tour on Netflix five million times in a row and still love it it was Mm. incredible and the show wasn't cut down at all and then we get to the surprise songs where it is raining and Taylor comes out and she's obviously living for the rain and she gives this whole speech about how we deserve some good surprise songs again not her language all of her songs are good but like she was like, you deserve something say, special. You, guys, you deserve this. You deserve something special. I don't know what's going to happen, but then Aaron Destner comes up. And I'm like, didn't we just see you like in Vegas? But yeah, and we're like checking off like the list of songs on Midnight's that they wrote together because that's what she said. And we're like, well, she already sang The Great War. No way. No way. No way. <laughs> and she does would have, could have, should have. And I lose it. Like... Would have, could have, should have, in my opinion, is the best song on Midnight's. It is not my favorite song on Midnight's, but it is the best song on Midnight's. And I didn't think she would ever perform it live. So she does it with Aaron Dessner on guitar. She's so into it. The rain is coming down. It's yeah. it's phenomenal. Like, we won. We Everyone won. Everyone like, screaming with it. Give me back my girlhood. It was my verse. This is a song that I really wanted as a surprise song, but I never listed it in, like, my top five must-need songs. But that was because I just didn't think she'd ever do it because it's so personal. I didn't personal. think she would either. Like, it's so personal. And then to double down, once would have, could have, should have is done and you hear everybody in the stadium cathartically scream give me back my girlhood it was mine first and we're cooling down and Aaron Dessner leaves the stage which again I think it's so funny the way that she pulls out her wildly introverted friend to try to give a speech to the crowd he's just like hello and she makes them come up on the elevator in the dead center of the catwalk and have to walk all the way up to her (laughs) it's so funny but she starts giving this speech about speak now so i know it's gonna be from speak now mm-hmm. and i'm like oh bitch she's gonna do dear john right after would have could have should have i thought we were getting that because she kept saying that we deserved something great something spectacular something noteworthy and you know what's funny is had she done dear john that would have been buried in the news cycle behind the rain show news itself. So if she was going to do it, that would have been the night to do Dear John and would have yeah. put it together because it would have been deeply buried in yeah, the news exactly. cycle. She performs mine, 
for a mind. It was beautiful on piano, though. Gorgeous. It added an extra layer to it. And she talked about how when she wrote it, she didn't relate to any of it. And now she does. And I don't think that she necessarily meant now she does as in Maddie Healy. Right rumors, now in this moment. To talk about. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Not in this episode. But just in general, she's been through those experiences. That's how I took it, too. I know a lot of people are saying, like, no, she said she relates to it right now. I'm like, no, I, I really think she just meant she's had experiences where she's felt this fantasy song that she wrote before. And it was gorgeous. And that was that. She leaves the stage, does her dive, which is even funnier in the rain. I was so nervous she was going to slip on the stage when she oh, dove. Oh, God. And we had to watch the death of Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Awful. I mean, she fell on stage before, so, like, and recovered well, but, oh, my God, I was so nervous the whole time she was going to slip. And then she didn't, because she's a professional. Not going to lie, though, I was really rooting for Come In With The Rain. There's no other time or place I would have wanted that song as a surprise song, but I desperately wanted Come In With The Rain. Or a redo of Clean. A redo of Clean. It's a perfect time. Anywho. Yeah. It was phenomenal. I think that we got a really good duo of songs, and I was really happy. I was happy in Glendale, too. This is me trying in State of Grace. Two excellent selections. Okay. I just had a connection in my brain. Would have, could have, should have. Give me back my girlhood. It was mine first. And then she's saying mine. Like, as in she wrote mine when she was a girl? Or no, like, like she wrote her song called Mine about oh. her girlhood. <laughs> That hurts my feelings. I wish you hadn't said it. Yeah. Kidding. The show goes on as scheduled. It wraps. She's in the getting poured on. Ashley Page. If you're listening, you might know who she is. She's on TikTok. Uh, yeah, very Page prominent Swifty. Hey, Ashley Page. Hey, girly pop. Um, recorded this phenomenal video that is being used everywhere of Taylor bowing in the rain. And the That's rain just beautiful. absolutely. The rain came pouring down, if you will. She's getting soaked. And then she leaves the stage. We're soaked. Everybody leaves. We're walking back. So we're like, let's let all the people in cars get out of here first. And then we walk home and rinse off because gross and eat pizza. And that was really it. It was so good. Nashville went all out. They had the Centennial Park bench, the Willow and Centennial Park. Bluebird Cafe had a line on a day they weren't even open. I think just to take photos. There was the In My Nashville Era's mural. Like, they went all out. Yeah. Crazy. We saw history. And then we're going to see it again because we're in Kansas City for the Speak Now release weekend. Which what okay, earth? Let's talk about the itinerary real quick. We've been kind of dangling the carrots. So that is Taylor Swift week in Kansas City, obviously. I literally am going to message the mayor. Um, we're, we're connected on LinkedIn. And <laughs> I'm going to be like, I have ideas. Work with me on these ideas and we'll see what happens. call the mayor up. <laughs> Even though the last time that I saw the mayor in person, I thought he was reaching out to shake my hand and he was just oh, doing no. a little scoot past me. I will never forgive myself. That was so embarrassing. Oh no, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> but but hmm, that week on Wednesday night, that would be July 5th at Bar K, which is a dog park slash restaurant and bar. I am officially doing the announcement here. Does Bar K know about this? No. Well, they know uh-huh. about the party, but they don't know I'm doing the official announcement. <laughs> we are going to be doing Bar K x taylor swift x taylorning trivia so it'll be taylor swift trivia more will be announced when we get closer you can follow them on instagram they'll have all of the details about that we'll be live streaming it there will be taylor swift themed cocktails and food and the trivia and there'll be dogs it'll be and great. good vibes only and good vibes only so meet us at bar k on wednesday july 5th for taylor swift trivia yes. 
And then on Thursday, July 6th, there is Taylor Fest at Record Bar in Kansas City. It is a small venue. So if you want tickets, you better jump on it as soon as possible. Yep. If they aren't sold out by the time this airs. And then, of course, it's Speak Now release date on the 7th. And then we go Yay. on the 8th. So join us for our live streams, our commentary, all of it. Because I live in KC. I live right near the stadium, baby. Like, uh-huh. we'll be in the thick of it. Yes, we will. What'd you Tay learn this week? <laughs> it's obvious. We both Tay learned that Speak Now is being released on oh, July seven. We ne- yep, we never tried to have the one. same Tay learn, but this is the only time it's appropriate. I mean, uh, yeah, I agree. It is appropriate. Gosh. Okay. They learned she's a force to be reckoned with, <laughs> and a thunderstorm won't stop her. <laughs> yeah. Again, never dropping the witch allegations. She just wanted a rain show, so she summoned it. Yeah, she did. What are we talking about next week? <laughs> um, well, next week, we sure will try our darndest to get you that August episode. <laughs> if it doesn't happen next week, the only reason is because there's some breaking news that she did something crazy. Like, if she announced 1989, you know, something it has to be something crazy. Yes. Crazy 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 like like nashville itself was that mm-hmm. was nuts mm-hmm. also we are coming up on our one-year anniversary of tay learning That's Tay so crazy. learning premiered on june 1st 2022 so on our one year we'll be doing a special episode but we'll give you the deets on that later yes oh i can't wait i can't believe we've been doing this for a year i know and we have so many listeners i'm gonna announce this on the instagram today but we just cracked 100 countries no way we're being listened to in 100 oh. countries. I can't believe that, you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Keep sharing. We see you sharing and tagging us, and we love it. It makes our hearts float. And, yeah, keep giving us your commentary, what you want to hear. Obviously, we try to respond because we didn't plan on doing a Nashville episode until people were like, can't wait to hear about the Nashville breakdown. Literally. So here we are doing I that. I think it did warrant its own episode. There was a lot that happened, and we were at, like, the most notorious show of the weekend. Thank you again so much, everybody. We absolutely love, love, love you. Three loves for Speak Now. We can't wait to see what's going to happen. This is the summer of Taylor Swift. Like, everything is. It is a a great time to love Taylor Swift. It really is. And we're so happy to have all of you here along the ride with us. You really help to enhance our, like, in-person experience with Taylor because you guys allow us to have this outlet to just gush and you validate us and make us not feel absolutely insane. So we appreciate you so much. 100%. And again, join Olivia for her live streams in Detroit and in Chicago and join us for the Kansas City live stream. We'll keep reminding you week to week to week. And we're going to try to make a ton of bracelets. We've been making like 50 something for the last two for Kansas yeah, city. Since we have a so whole group, I want hundreds of bracelets. So yeah. find us for a bracelet and a Tay learning card <laughs> and a handwritten note. We've been doing those too. Yes. <laughs> and just to say hi, you could also email us. Our email address is taylearningpodcast at gmail.com. If you have just anything you want to say to us, like we, we've always told you in the past, if you don't have friends to talk about Taylor Swift with, we're those friends for you. So DM us, email us, let us know if you have any suggestions or requests for episodes. Yeah, I guess until next time, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
Okay. I like a boogie in the corner of my nose here. This is not. I don't have a tissue. You. We're both so cute right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. 